Welcome, dudes. Welcome, Welcome. dudes. Hot, hot off the press of uh, of DC Fandom Weekend One. Is it multiple uh, days? Yeah, it's multiple yeah, days. There's going to be. Uh, I think it's running for 24 hours for the next 24, or I guess starting at one o'clock today, just like looping panels. And then there's going to be another weekend that's focused on like I think fan, more fan related stuff. This weekend um, was like all the all the big announcements though. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. I'm like, they just uh, announced so many things. What else is there to talk about? Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Isn't it like I think three some days? Comic stuff and stuff. I think it's like three days. The next one or two days. It's multiple days of of events, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. We'll look into it in a second. I'm actually going to pull it up right now just so that we can find out. Just weekend two fandom. In the meantime, welcome, dudes. How's it going? Good man. Good. Good man. Good man. I, uh, you know, just watching some NBA playoffs. Lakers, Portland. Let's go. Who? Who? Let's go. Who? Who do you Doesn't want to matter. win that series? I don't care. Portland. Upset. <laughs> yeah, upset for sure. What's the series right now? It's one-one right now. Ooh. Raps are going to complete their first sweep in franchise history. You think? I think so. Yeah, tomorrow they should wrap that up. It looks like Boston's going to sweep their series too. And they're actually saying that they're not going to wait for other series to finish. If the two teams that already know that they're going to play each other, they might just start it sooner than later. Maybe just a smaller window of, uh, uh, I guess, break between series. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's just, there's no travel. Why not expedite yeah. the, the... Keep it rocking. Keep it rocking. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm, also, I'm all for. He- you can yeah. minimize the, the off-season length, too. We talked about it on the last podcast, but if you try yeah. to get the season done as quick as possible, right? Yeah, yeah which dude. is cool. Because Boston went up 3-0 yesterday as well. Every East series is up 3-0, except for the the 1-8 seed, 1-8 uh, matchup, which is crazy. Milwaukee, right? Yeah, they're the only one. They're, they're the only team that messed up the whole uh, sweep fest. What's their the What's their series right now, 2-1? They're up, they're up 3-1 now. No. Two one now, yeah. You mean won. in the east? Yeah, in the east. Every every matchup is a is a three zero except for the Milwaukee Orlando matchup. But that's just in the east, right? Like the west doesn't have that as well. The the west does not have that as well. No, the west. Okay, I was going to say uh, the west is one one two one two one 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 two one two one two one yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rockets are over the Thunder. Lakers are tied with the Blazers. Uh, Clippers are up, and then mm-hmm. Utah, Denver, or two-one Utah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we're we're in the heat of the playoffs right now. At the first round of the uh, of the NHL playoffs is over now too. I don't think anything's gone seven. Well, St. Louis, I heard, just got bumped out, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost to the to the Canucks. Was that that was that an upset? Yeah. To the defending, defending Cup champions. champions. Yeah, I know yeah. they're defending champs, but are they were they as good as the year before? Because I know in hockey, a lot of the times, I'm not sure the Chicago Blackhawks usually fall off the following year. I won't be able to speak to that. That's a Daniel question. <laughs> Daniel, do you have an answer well, for that? Sorry, reiterate. Hockey's a little different than basketball or other other sports, where a team that could be so dominant one year, unless you're the Blackhawks, don't necessarily happened the following year, the whole Stanley Cup hangover, all that stuff. So were they in a position to win it like they were last year? Or Well, I don't uh, – I'd say – I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think it's really hard to repeat in hockey just with like the cap and that's just generally speaking. There's saying, not a yeah. lot – yeah. But the Penguins did it recently. Um, the, the Hawks won three in five years. So mm-hmm. if anything, actually, in the last like, and the decade – the Kings had a good run as well. Kings had a couple of cups in that period of time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe sometimes like I, I always think that like just there's more parity in the NHL overall. So I think the champs are not always that much better than the team they match up against versus in the NBA. I think it's a little bit more. Um, there's there's a there's a greater sense of separation between your seeds. I think like if you go one to eight in the in the uh, in the NBA, like there's a very low likelihood that something's going to happen. Like what? Where, what's what like seed upset. was St. Louis? I think they were high. I, I it's it's weird because it's like you have to consider their seeding going into COVID break and then their seeding yeah. when they got back. Like the Flyers yeah, yeah. were not an overall seed, but they finished atop the East based off of the the 
the bubble, so it's weird. But they were a good team. Like they were they they were going into the playoffs probably expecting to get deep in, but the Canucks had a resurgence this year. They had a really, really good eh? year. It's the first time that the Canucks made it to the playoffs in a couple of years, right? It's been a little while since they've made it, or at least yeah. a deep run, or Good at least like them, a decent though, run. Well, I think so. it was even making the cup. I don't think they made the, the – I thought last year they didn't make it. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a really real deep hockey guy. You heard um, it here first, folks. But, yeah, no, ser- no series went seven, so it's going to be an interesting um, an, an interesting second round given that uh, there's really, I don't know. I don't remember the last time there wasn't a game seven in in a, in a first round. Anyways, sorry, we're getting got off track. But yeah, sports are back, obviously, because we're talking about it endlessly. But wraps, let's hope for the sweep. Uh, Van Vliet looks real good right now. Thank God he had another kid, eh? He just just turned it up to ten since he. He had didn't his... have a third. He just no, no, I mean, but in play, they from last year, dude. Yeah, yeah he's still riding the same. Same magic from last year. He's just still riding it from the from the, from the final. <laughs> Is he? I don't know, man. Dude, did you see his good. splits? <laughs> did you see his splits from like yeah, playoff games before he had yeah. his kid? Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. Funny. Anyways, yeah. So Raptors tomorrow, game four. Uh, let's hope for the sweep. Let's hope that they shut down Brooklyn. The Masai Ujiri, obviously, that whole case had a big um, resurgence this week, and it was. Good to hear that there's some um, truth coming out in that situation. I think it's oh, really pathetic. But. Yeah, and I, I guess just on on another positive note, Nick, Nick Nurse, Nurse officially won Coach of the Year today, and the way they announced it was like really cool. So he's on the TT broadcast, and they got his coach from high school to uh, record a video of him like wearing a Raptors jersey or like a Raptors shirt, and like announced that he won coach of the year it was really heartfelt man and then kyle lowry and fred van vliet came out and gave him the trophy i legit was crying it was it was emotional for me as a raptors fan um i, I just feel so fortunate that we have nick nurse as our coach he's he seems like such a cool guy man and it just it just made me really happy just watching that video so shout outs to nick nurse if he's listening probably not but yeah. i uh i got emotional today watching rupaul's drag race canada or canada's drag race or whatever they want to call it that's nice, my man. that was my thing. Yeah, I watched that video as well. Though it was it was cute. Yeah, cool. I, I mean, it's so hard not to love the Raptors organization. I feel like they just do everything right in comparison to like other major Toronto sports franchises that remain nameless. They just like it's just different. It's you you can't even if you don't watch it. Like I don't watch basketball competitive like often, but I still love the franchise. Like everything they do, I'm like this is like class act. Yeah, so I think it's to see. Like I was talking about it earlier, but um, yeah, like I don't know a time where the Toronto franchise in any major league has been like the tentpole franchise where they're like they're they're making all the right moves. Their front office is is great. They're likable. They've got you know they've built out the right way. Like it just I don't the Leafs have never been that. The Jays are never really like that. There's kind of been these moments where they've been kind of lightning in a bottle like in 2015 but never anything like the raptors like the raptors are the franchise that you want to be in the nba it seems from their social commentary to the way that they're winning to the coaching like i know it took a lot of years of pain to get here but i really hope it's something that's sustained i really hope they don't have a dip like where they see a really really bad 10-year time frame like they did leading up to this point just because they put so much work in and now they're such a good franchise so um, I agree with you, Shane. And even, yeah, watching the video of, of coach, uh, Nick nurse today, like just accepting the award, he seemed genuinely shocked because he would have thought he would have won it last year. But I think a lot of that was like, you guys brought in Kawhi, like you got a really, really good core. You just kind of built, you know, you're already a playoff team. So you probably would have been a playoff team without Nick. And I think losing Kawhi and seeing just like how good they are, even without like that perennial superstar, um, like they're still one of the best teams in the NBA and, and a big part of that has to do with his coaching and just everything that he's brought to that team. So congratulations. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. It feels like it's been much longer than a year, but it's only been about a year and a half now. But let's not forget Dwayne Casey also won coach of the year. Did he not? Yeah. The and then got, got fired, fired the next and then year. He was fired the next <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. A little so hopefully he doesn't get that but, same, yeah, that yeah. same curse. I don't think so. Not, not this time around. Feels but like yeah. he'll be around for a bit. Hopefully. I hope so. I hope he so. He just seems like a good old boy. He's a nice, nice guy. Yeah. So to answer the DC Fandom question, there, uh, there is a second uh, weekend on September 12th that will cover um, 
exclusive panel sessions, screenings, and never before seen content from DC, multiverse of films, television, comics, and games. So I think today was more so the announcements. And then I think some of the stuff that we didn't get to see a lot about, we might actually get to see a little bit more going into next month's event. So hopefully we get to see some more footage. We get to see some more behind the scenes stuff. Um, but yeah, there was a lot today to watch. So let's kind of dive into it because we were looking forward to this. Um, DC is, <clears throat> you know, we were talking about it last podcast, but they just saw a huge turnover or a huge loss in terms of staff or some significant changes in their leadership as well as just like their their overall company situation. So we were kind of questioning how it was going to affect Vandome and it seems like it didn't affect it at least in a negative way because um, they kind of came out swinging today. And, and, and I don't know about you guys, but I was... I'm, I think I'm primarily a, a Marvel over DC guy, even though I've kind of learned to love Batman and some of the, the other uh, heroes in that universe the last couple of years. Um, but he's, yeah, I mean, sorry, not he, DC overall, it just looks like they've, they're starting to kind of get it together. It started kind of with Shazam and Joker um, and even Wonder Woman to a certain extent, but now it feels like they're actually diving in and, and, and figuring out what kind of formula is going to work from them. So I'm excited to hear what you guys thought about it. But uh, but yeah, some big reveals today. I guess we can kind of do a quick rundown and then we'll go through them all together if that's cool. Yeah, just really quick to answer your point as well about Marvel versus DC. For me, it's I'm 100% Marvel over DC. Um, even when I used to collect comics, I would buy uh, Marvel comics and I ended up I think they reset DCs um, at some point with the new 52 and they launched like a whole bunch of different stuff. And I had, I was buying them, but I never even read them, even though like still to this day, like I own them. I still haven't read them. I should probably go back and read them. But like, I've always been more of a fan of Marvel and the, the people it produces and the, the style of it and the, the humor beneath it in a comic book form. And, I think you're right. I think Shazam and and um, and uh, Joker are great entries into the cinematic worlds. I think Joker would have just been a great movie about mental health, even if it wasn't associated with the Joker. It's like the for me, it's the most like the furthest away from a DC movie. It's kind of like an, an interesting tie-in that they went with to to actually send a message. Without that tie-in, I don't think it would have had the same impact, but. I think you're right in that it's making the right moves and starting to, to look that way. So I think there is some stuff for me to be excited about. I was thinking about it earlier, but like, I think, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to replicate what Marvel did with the, um, with the connected universe over the course of the 12 years that they built toward that connected universe. Cause you know, it took a long time for them to get to the point where they were able to do a film like infinity war and Endgame. And it just seemed like DC really wasn't willing to put down the same amount of time to be able to kind of play catch up in a certain sense. Um, so we saw an event movie very early on, even though not many of the characters had been established and a movie like Batman and Superman put a lot of different characters in the same movie just for the sake of being able to introduce them so that they could get to Justice League faster. Um, but what I do like and what I think that is promising is that they seem to be more um, open to the idea of not having everything connect to a larger universe, but having independent films that uh, exist as like standalone stories based off of iconic DC characters like Joker and like what we saw with Matt Reeves as Batman. And I think that that's good because if I think about Marvel, uh, Marvel, like I've definitely read more series like arcs of Marvel. But when I think about uh, DC, a lot of the time I'm thinking about um, like collected uh, collected copies or like trades or or uh, independent stories like Year One, Year Two, Red Killing Sun, Joke. Killing Joke, and those are some of the best stories because they're just they're able to kind of they don't have to come out of content and they don't have to go into next content. There's 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 lapses in continuity, and I mean that in a good way. So I, I think that it will work really really well from them if that's if that's what they end up adopting in their movies is just give you know four different directors or producers a crack at Batman. Um, if you're able to tell four unique stories about four different eras of Batman and you're able to cast them well and give them a, a unique identity, right? Um, I think that that might be a strength of theirs if they start to adopt that. And I think that that's what we're kind of starting to see, or at least what we've seen over the course of the last couple of years worth of announcements. So we saw some big stuff today. Um, I mean, we the, the big one was kind of... Uh, I mean, what we, I, I guess people have been waiting for for a long time, which was the uh, Snyder 
cut of Justice League, which has been demanded for a long time. So that was kind of the big lead-off panel. I know that the trailer leaked a little bit before the official panel today. Um, but what were your thoughts? I know that we kind of all watched it, and we've all been anticipating um, you know, the Snyder cut since they first announced it. But what were your thoughts based off of what you saw? Do um, you want to kick it off? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, overall, I feel like DC by creating this DC fandom event, all digital event is probably by far the best digital event that we've gotten so far this year in terms of announcements and like, I guess like nerd culture and all that stuff. But DC has a lot of momentum right now. I feel like they hit it out of the park with all the announcements that they, that they showed. Um, And I feel like they have a lot of hype around a lot of different platforms that they have. And maybe for the first time in a very long time, and hopefully they can ride ride um, that wave into some success in all the different types of uh, media they they uh, they work on. But just to talk about the Snyder Cut real quick, the trailer I was super into it. Um, it really showed how different it was from the original. Um, so I'm also really glad that they are taking the four our miniseries route opposed to a movie or a two-part movie. Um, I feel like that would probably be the best option for something with the amount of footage that they're saying they have. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Yeah, like that trailer, the way it was shot, the way it was cut, the way it was um, leaving the music in it, like it really, it really got me all hyped up for it. So I'm wondering how we're going to watch it here in Canada. I'm assuming it'll be on Crave, I hope, uh, since we don't have HBO Max. But I'm I'm sign me up for the Snyder Cut. I'm ready for it. Yeah, we'll get a we'll get it here in Canada. Um, all of the HBO Max original stuff, if I'm not mistaken, is coming to Crave. It does, it's right? Back, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, it's the back it's the back catalog of stuff that's not hitting Crave. But even some back catalog stuff has been on there, like South Park. But it's just not everything. It's very weird. It's a very weird streaming situation, but. But we should get it here in Canada, yes. Sweet. I think I think it's interesting that they're going four hours with it. I mean, people are going to compare the Snyder Cut to what came out in cinemas, but you would never see a four-hour version of this movie in cinemas. So, like, I think it's going to be cool that it's going to be episodic and, and four hours long. Hopefully we get an expansive universe. Um, but, I mean, I'll watch it for sure. I'm hoping it's going to be something like Watchmen, like that sort of release at building it i i hope he built it like that um by the trailer it, it does definitely look completely different um but yeah i mean i i'll watch it i i wouldn't say that i'm highly <laughs> anticipating it and i wouldn't say that i was highly anticipating it beforehand but i definitely will give it a looky loo for sure a looky loo a looky loo i'll give it a little looky loo I'll, I'll watch it you know how i am i i watch a lot of stuff anyway so <laughs> if that came out i would definitely watch it but yeah i don't know and just real quick about your um the announcements and stuff like the digital i i found it super confused i was trying to watch the fandom live i couldn't figure it out i feel like an idiot like i went through the website <laughs> and i got to the main page and then i started watching some guy on youtube who was like streaming it and then talking over it and i was like i don't want to watch this so i just gave up and stopped watching it um but yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I will, uh, I'll give it a looky loo for sure. Uh, I guess I kind of talked about it. So I mean, thank you, Shay, again for giving clarity to what the Snyder cut is going to be different. I guess from Joss Whedon's cut of the movie. But um, I mean, tackle the trailer first. Like the tra- the trailer definitely featured a lot of stuff that wasn't in the main film um, that released. So like we saw Darkseid in the first, I think, first couple of frames. So who was the first? Think, the still, the first part of the trailer was that was Darkseid. Yeah. So it was like it, like right off the bat, I think they're trying to set the tone that this isn't the movie that came out in twenty. 20- 17 or 2018 or whenever it came out yeah um machine and i went and saw that opening night i think it came out on my birthday actually we went no to see it and both of us kind of left very underwhelmed um i was not happy with it i was willing to give it a chance but didn't love it um it just felt very patched together it didn't quite feel like a consistent um movie uh and it just was kind of tonally all over the place so it's disappointing that the first foray into a live action justice league movie just didn't work out really well so i'm glad that zach is getting the opportunity to uh you know give his vision i guess of what the movie was um do i have a lot of 
faith in it. Um, I don't, I don't, not necessarily. So like the trailer, it definitely looks unique. So the big thing about the trailer is that it doesn't look like the same thing, which is great. I don't have a lot of faith in Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. So whether you give him four hours of film, whether you give him two hours of film, whether, uh, you know, he, he just hasn't made enough films and movies for me that have been good, let alone great to think that he's going to be able to hit this out of the park when he hasn't hit any of his other projects out of the park. Arguably the only one I'd say is 300, but he had a lot of source material for a movie like 300. And even with Watchmen, I I think that I really enjoyed Watchmen when I first saw it, but watching HBO's Watchmen this past year, like that kind of changed my perspective a lot. I think that that universe could have been tackled a lot more like what they did with the Watchmen series rather than the movie. Um, So the trailer itself, sure. Am I excited? Am I happy that he's getting an hour, uh, an opportunity to tell his version of the film? Absolutely. Do I think that it's going to be this like complete reinvention of the Justice League movie? Mm, not quite yet. I hope that it really does flesh out some great stuff. But I also think that there's a lot of credit that's being given to Zack Snyder. And Zack Snyder hasn't necessarily um, done anything that would instill a lot of faith um, in him being able to really turn this around and make it something that's worthy of the title of Justice League. I'm sure fans will love it. I'm sure in comparison to the 2017 movie, um, it's going to be much better given that it's going to be a little bit more fleshed out. But I think the, all, the other thing to consider is that he's kind of in a unique position where he has the opportunity to go in and tell his story unabridged, not by a studio. Not Nobody's intervening here because you're going to throw as much money as they possibly can at him to make sure that this thing is good for Warner Max. It's going to be, or sorry, for HBO Max. It's going to be one of the flagship titles that's on there. Um, But he also has the luxury of being able to look at what people didn't like about the last movie and patching around that. And that's not really something that you get to do with film. Um, If I think about a movie like Spider-Man 3, where Sam Raimi had to kind of bend to Sony's uh, desires to a certain extent, well, if Sam Raimi had the opportunity to go and remake Spider-Man three, how different would a movie of like of that caliber have been uh, if it was in today's day and age? So I think it's unprecedented. I think it's a great opportunity. I hope that Zack Snyder hits it out of the park, but just based off of what I've seen from Zack Snyder as a, as a filmmaker, I just there's that part of me that's still like, ah, it might be good. It's I just don't expect it to be this like fantastic thing that we're all sitting here two year two or three years from now thinking. I can't believe that a Justice League movie was that good in the same way that maybe we've seen with um, some of the Marvel movies or even things like Joker or Wonder Woman or or Shazam. So we'll see. I'm excited. And he also announced that it's not only going to be a uh, four-part episodic series, but there will be like a super cut um, of four hours. So we will see some sort of like a completely put together movie version of it. It's not just going to be this fragmented uh, episodic thing. So there will be kind of two uh, ways to be able to absorb it. So my question is, if it is bad, do you think people are really going to say it's bad? Or do you think at this point, because there's so much momentum behind it, everyone's just going to defend it? Um, I think like, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough for the two sides to like come together. Cause even like, even myself, um, I, I'm not giving Zack Snyder a lot of credit for his films because I don't think he, he is a great filmmaker, like kind of like I said earlier. But does that kind of taint like everything that I see on on uh, on on uh, the previews for Justice League? Like I think I'm holding a little bit of that where I'm going into it expecting it not to be great because it's Zack Snyder, um, and I wish I could remove that a little bit, but I can't. Um, and a lot of the people that I think I've seen online that have defended the movie <laughs> have defended it because they love that it's a Zack Snyder Justice League movie and Zack can't do any wrong. Um, and you know, I, I, it's very clear to, to me and, and to most people that justice league wasn't a good movie, but if you listen to the Twitterverse, I guess, and, and most of Zack Snyder's fans, I think when that came out, there were people defending that movie thinking that it was a good film. And then we obviously heard that he didn't partake in it. And, and, you know, there was only 10% of his film actually got used for it and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know if there's going to be something that allows those two groups of people to like bridge together and say that this is like a good work of art. I think there's always going to be detractors and I think there's always going to be people that are probably giving it more credit than it deserves, even if it doesn't come out being something that really lives up to the, to the, um, to the name of justice league and to the history behind that, that title. Um, Gabby, I don't know if you feel any different or Shane, if you feel any different, but that's my take on it. I just I, think it's, it's, I, it's I, tough. I feel like you're describing really any fan base. I think like, that's yeah. I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Um, think, I, any extreme fan base than when they're loyal towards something, but just to say, I mean, is that I would like. 
do I think Zack Snyder is a great director? I wouldn't say he's awful. I do think Man of Steel is criminally underrated as a movie. I think it's pretty good. Um, was Batman vs Superman good? No, you know, but I still enjoyed parts of it. I like I said, like I do think Man of Steel is criminally underrated. So I mean, so let's take a look at his at his just his track record for a second. So Sucker Punch was awful. I haven't seen it. It was not good. Shane, I don't know if you saw it. No, Shay likes it though. He says it's a good movie. Oh god, I I I I think that movie is awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shay. I do really think it's a bad movie. Um, Dawn of the Dead, 300, Watchmen, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. He directed heard half that. Of these movies. I have. Yeah, me neither. Um, he executive produced Suicide Squad. He executive produced Wonder Woman. But from a director's standpoint, Justice League, Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel, Sucker Punch, Watchmen, Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead. For the me, thi- Three Hundred yeah. is his best movie. Dawn the of thing, the Dead. The thing with Zack Snyder, though, I feel like what people why Dawn of the people, Dead was good too. Yo, yeah, I you're feel, right. I feel like the reason why people like Zack Snyder a lot so much is the art direction that he takes. Is what people are are why the people are attached to to Zack Snyder. I agree with you. I think his I think his his cinematography and his 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 eye for like art and being able to make things look pretty. I actually think he's really good at that. I just yeah. think as a director and as a writer, it's just not there for him. And then quick note actually, Shane, Dawn of the Dead. Did you know it was written by James Gunn? Uh I did not, but I was filmed in Calden, Ontario. Yeah, so directed by uh, Zack Snyder and, and written by James Gunn. So two guys that we heard from today because of their DC Universe movie. So they go back <laughs> to 2004. That's awesome. Uh, I think of like I think my my closest situation that I see with this Zack Snyder cut coming out four hours long is the new Martin Scorsese movie that came out. Um, Irishman. The Irishman. Like uh, that movie was like a solid like maybe like a seven to me like a six point five seven. Like to me, that was like you gave Scorsese way too much time to make this movie. Like it's it's far too long. You could have cut it and made it better, and whatever. But people just refuse to say that he's lost his touch in this ability to make this movie so long because they're so attached to like Goodfellas and the Scorsese mafia flicks. But like The Irishman is just not a good movie, in my opinion. Like I feel like that's going to be the same thing coming out of this. I feel like if you say it's not a good movie. It'll be like, you know, you versus hordes of people who will say it'll be good, even if it's not really good. But just because they work so hard to get it out, that that's part of how good that movie will be, that it's finally come to fruition. But I don't know. Hopefully it's going to be good. It'll probably be good. I assume it's going to be good. Uh, we'll see if it's good, actually. I don't know. Yeah, a nice there. little ramble there. I hope <laughs> I it's good. I hope it's probably going to be good. At the end of the day, I will be happy... Even if it's bad, if it's good, if it's great, if he tells the story that he wants to tell and there's no more caveats and asterisks next to the Justice League name, then then that's good enough for me. But again, I'm going to go back to the point that he has a lot of opportunity that a lot of filmmakers are not given. He can respond to fan feedback. He can respond to critical feedback. He has the ability to essentially remake a movie that was not received very well. That doesn't happen. Like when you reboot a movie, generally you're bringing in an entirely new cast and that's not something that's happening here. And this essentially is a reboot. Like from by all accounts, it's not the same film as what we saw already. So that hasn't happened before. I, if there is a movie that has ha- that it has happened with Shane, Gabby, way in. Ghostbusters. Nothing this big. Ghostbusters, really? They remade it with an all-women cast. Reboot. Yeah, but they didn't like in the eighties they weren't like, Oh, that was like this wasn't the director's vision. Let's remake this thing in, in two Shane years. Just being from a now. Dick, dude. <laughs> I know he is, but I'm just saying I have a there's no example of it. right there. Stay puffed, dude. All right. Stay puffed. Let's move on to the next uh D C fandom news. What was next? So next was we saw uh some behind the scenes of the Suicide Squad, the movie, not the game, to be clear. So we saw James Gunn. We the cast was revealed for the movie, which is awesome. Great cast, um, by the way. Great, great cast. Yeah, uh, we saw you know James Gunn kind of behind the camera doing some work and seeing some of the set pieces and stuff like that are that are going to be in the movie. So I thought that looked great. I think uh, James Gunn is like the perfect helmer for a movie like this. Um, I'm just going to read off the cast list really quickly before you guys. John in, but... Cena. He's in it, bro. Your boy John Cena. 
Shane. I think he has a thing for wrestlers, eh? Like he brought Batista to, to Guardians. Hundred percent. Is what does he play? The shark? John Cena? Was he? Uh, I'm looking at it right read it now. Out, read it out. Peace, he's playing Peacemaker. So we've got Margot Robbie coming back as Harley Quinn. We've got uh, Joel uh, Kinnaman coming in as Rick Flag. Viola Davis is coming back as uh, coming back as, or I don't remember if she was in the original as Amanda Waller. Idris Elba is coming in as Bloodsport. Uh, Alice Braga is coming in as Solsoria. Uh, Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. Nathan Fillion as TDK. Pete Davidson as Blackguard. Michael Rooker as Savant. John Cena as P- uh, Pacemaker, David Dastalmation as Polka Dot Man, Sean Gunn is going to play Weasel, and then it just kind of keeps going like from James there. But Gunn, that's a pretty good cast. He loves putting his brother in movies. Every movie does. James Gunn does, he puts Sean Gunn in it. Yeah. And Rooker, man. Yeah, Rooker as well. Yeah. I'm Dude. excited. I, l- I liked seeing the panel with it. Like, they just, like, it was like a giant Zoom call, and um, James Gunn was like playing trivia with, with the cast of. Uh, uh, suicide squad it just seemed like a fun time like and then he had a moment where he was just sharing that it was this is like the best like the most fun and like the best movie he's he feels like he's ever worked on uh so i'm pretty pumped for it and i know you're a big james gunn fan ortega so i think you're probably pretty pumped for this movie hopefully it's good um again another not in the same situation but another i guess reboot after a quick um uh, I guess release of the original Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad movie. Um, I guess DC just loves hitting that reset button right now. So retcon. Let's go. What did, why did Will Smith not come back? I don't remember. He I didn't want to work with James Gunn. I'm not sure if it was conflict of schedule, but I'm sure you can probably think find it I, on, the, on, the, on the internet. I think it was conflict. I think there was a desire to bring him back as Deadshot, and I think there was a reason that they couldn't from a scheduling Maybe standpoint. Maybe he had a scheduling entanglement. Yeah, I, I think it was because there was rumors, or I remember the rumors of um, him not being in it, and then Idris Elba being in it, and the rumor was Idris Elba would be re- like he would be replacing him as Deadshot, and we know now that's not the case, right? So, um, I guess there's still opportunity that Will Smith might come back, but I'm not really holding my breath on that one. True. John Cena. I guarantee you there'll be a you can't see me line in there. Guaranteed. 100%. You can't see me. Um, yeah, so that was revealed. That's Yeah, Gabby, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. If he can do it uh, with the Suicide Squad, what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, I think we're in for a treat. Um, and I think he, he does really, really well with those quirky peripheral characters. I think that's right up his alley. So yeah. super excited to see that. Um, the humor I mean, should I, be good. I'm so curious to see Harley Quinn. So she has been in the original Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. Birds Her- of Prey, which I just watched last night. I haven't seen it. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. I heard mixed things. I heard it was good, and then I heard it was not very good. I don't know. It was fine. It it lives in that same area to me as like, I don't know. I put it right there with like Batman and Superman and like It's and, and it's your just another DC movie. Um it's fine. Yeah, it's just it's just it's 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 not great. It's not bad. It's just kind of in the middle. It just doesn't do much for me. Um It's fair. It sucks cuz I think Harley Quinn is a fun character. It kind of reminded me of Deadpool in some ways, but yeah. um Yeah, I watched I watched that in cinemas. I thought it was it was good. I think we're not the demographic that it was designed for. I think if you were in the demographic it was designed for, you probably really enjoyed that movie. Um but I did feel like it was very try hard. Like very try hard. And um yeah, it didn't quite hit. People were calling it DC's Deadpool, like you were saying, and I was like, no, it's not. It's, it's very much not. But Here's my thing so far about a lot of these movies. It feels like the actors are <clears throat> almost like a caricature of the characters that they're playing. I don't buy that Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Like, I feel like she's playing Harley Quinn, if that makes sense. But I don't feel like she is. You know what I mean? Like with Iron Man and with Tony Stark, like you get that. He seems like he is Tony Stark. There's no separation between Robert Downey Jr. and 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 Iron Man on screen. They just seem so in unison. Um, and a lot of these movies, like I just feel like they're playing, they're putting the suit on, they look the part, but there's just something that just seems disingenuous about it. Um, and that's the part where with Margot Robbie, 
I have faith in her because I think she has the look. I think she has like the mannerisms and stuff like that. But I don't think that there's been a movie that's really fully realized that. And I think if there was a movie and there was a writer and director that could do it, it probably is James Gunn. So I'm hoping that she gets an opportunity to shine here because Birds of Prey didn't do it for me. Suicide Squad, obviously, I don't I don't think any of us really, really enjoyed that very much. I think the Joker was awful in that movie. Um, Jared Leto's Joker was just not good. And... Uh, she didn't really get a chance to shine in that movie either, either as as a result of being a part of a, a larger ensemble cast. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what John, what James Gunn can do for that character, and hopefully allow Margot Robbie to really become that character rather than feel like she's doing like a, a very high production cosplay of Harley Quinn, um, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so that was, I guess. I mean, we we can kind of just continue with Suicide Squad news here. There's also the, the a trailer for the Suicide Squad game that got revealed that we that Rocksteady, I guess, was teasing a couple weeks ago. That was, you know, we knew that they were going to do something. Um, Shane, you watched the trailer. Gavi, you watched the trailer. Uh, what are your thoughts on the trailer for the Suicide Squad game? Kick us off, Gabby. Kick us off. Um, I thought the trailer was cool. Um. It reminded me, like I was just telling you this off air, it reminded me a lot of, of, it was very insomniac. The trailer was very insomniac. It reminded me of Sunset Overdrive, the tone, the color, uh, the colors, even like the city, uh, like aspect, like they were, they were on top of a roof um, for the most part. But again, it was a cinematic trailer. It was a little disappointment, um, a little disappointed that they didn't really show any gameplay after being silent for um, five years or so. So overall, it wasn't like wow, but I do want to see more of it. The to see what kind of game it really is. If is it a co-op game? Is it is it a story-based single-player campaign? Um, that which we know Rocksteady generally makes. Is it a games for service type of game? So we'll see. I guess maybe we'll see more of it in that September event. I don't know. Maybe Rocksteady generally doesn't do a lot of press releases so overall cool it was just a small little snippet cinematic trailer so yeah it was uh interesting i i would agree like it was a lot of cgi cinematic real footage which i think is cool what i think is actually really interesting about it just quick side note is that um apparently rocksteady has been getting hit with sexual assault allegations while they were developing this game that's coming out at the same time. 10 out of 16 women who were employed by the company filed claims against them um, in 2018 while they were making this game. And so much so that a script writer, Kim MacAskill, um, she basically said she wanted her name off of the production of the game. She didn't want to be associated with it. So it's interesting to see that come out as well. And maybe that could be one of the reasons why we're not seeing gameplay footage is because there might be some tor- turmoil at the, at the studio and which I think is interesting. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked cool. I mean, um, CGI trailers and video games are a dime a dozen nowadays. So we'll see what actually comes to fruition with the gameplay. I uh, I agree with you, Gabby. I think it looked so much like um, uh, a Sunset Overdrive after watching that trailer. Just like the cartooniness of it and the uh, overall feel and just like tone of it, even the music and just the the, the fast pacedness. Uh, there was some stuff where I think they were hitting villains or whoever they're fighting, and they are basically like their heads are like exploding into like confetti or what looked like confetti. So like it it very much reminded me of Sunset Overdrive. I think you're you're spot on with that. Um, I think what I was hoping that it was going to be a cooperative kind of, I guess, like like uh, games as a service kind of thing, like very similar to the Avengers. But I'm glad it's not. I'm I, well, at least from what we've seen, it's not. Hopefully, we see a little bit more in September twelfth. You're 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 thinking it's not going to be like that? No, I think it's just going to be more so of like a a, a four player like like kind of I don't want to say brawler, but more of like a just a beat 'em up, a four player beat 'em up that doesn't have those lives that uh, games as a service element to it. I don't know if Suicide Squad has the star power that the avengers do to be able to to hold its own as a as a as a games as a service like i don't know what's going to drive people toward a suicide squad games as a service versus marvel or or any of the other stuff that's available that are ongoing services so 
a cool a cool thing that you like you don't know exactly if you're gonna play specifically the whole time as the Suicide Squad. If their whole point of the game was to kill the Justice League, as they that's like the whole I guess uh, tagline of the move of the game. People forget that when you when you play the Arkham game, you flip and you play Joker for a little bit as well, right? So that'd be kind of cool if they flip that in there somewhere where there's parts of the game that you play as specific characters from Justice League. So, like, the trailer doesn't really tell you what kind of game it's going to be. So that's what I want to see more of. So hopefully soon, at some point, we'll get something. I'm assuming probably spring next year. Because they, they they said 2022 this game is coming out, so it's like still so far away. Yeah, it'll feel like a while, and I think maybe it's just a stagger. Um, like, when's the, is the Suicide Squad movie coming out next year? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so then it might just be like based off of that. But we're also getting Gotham Knights next year. So if we're getting Gotham Knights, there's only so many Batman properties that you can release in a year, mm-hmm. um, or like I guess DC centric properties. Um, but you're gonna get the Batman next year. We're getting Gotham Knights next year as a game. Um, I think Black Adam is coming out next fall as well. So there's going to be a lot of DC stuff. They're not going to load 2021 if they're trying to create ongoing content for the next couple of years. So um, I know it's a, a little bit of a ways away, but hopefully it's worth the wait and we get to play that together. Speaking of the Batman. <clears throat> so that was another big reveal. Yeah. Gabby, kick thing, this man. off. <laughs> I, I honestly thought he was going to segue to Gotham Knights, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, he announced the Batman, so I thought it was a good he talked, one to say. He talked Batman. about Gotham Knights, though. He literally just talked about Gotham Knights before the Batman. Uh, it doesn't okay, well, matter. Let's, go, let's take a half step back and let's go Gotham Knights. Tell us what you think about that. We'll take two steps backwards. So I watched. Um, I was watching this part at work. Uh, I watched. I didn't watch the the. I guess the curated trailer where it shows you like i guess story elements stuff like that i specifically just watched majority of it was the actual official gameplay of the game and at first i wasn't like super sold on it i thought the motion of catwoman or not Catwoman, batwoman was back was it batgirl batwoman i don't know batgirl batgirl i thought her motion wasn't that great uh the cape was very stiff. I I found, um, but after watching it again, it, it seemed a little bit more interesting. I'll, I'll probably give it a shot, um, based off of maybe what reviews say. But I, I feel like if this game was a miss, I wouldn't be surprised. I think we're all in agreement on that. Is it a, is it a cool aspect? A lot of people are hyped about it. Yeah, but I feel like. Just a part of me just wants, but part of me just thinks it might be a miss. I hope I'm wrong, but that's how I felt when I watched the trailer initially. The internet thinks otherwise. Um, they all loved it. Majority of people loved it. I didn't really say anything negative about it, but it it just for some reason it just didn't sit right right away. I thought that uh, Gotham Knights was going to be a con- so my my mistake. I thought it was continuity with the Arkham Knight series. It's not. It's actually its own universe. So, so that kind of so that kind of takes it. Yeah, it kind of takes me out of it. Like I, I I've obviously grown a little bit attached to that Batman, playing three games as that Batman. Um, and given that Suicide Squad is in the universe, it's kind of weird that this isn't a part of that universe. Um, so it, it just yeah I. I the one thing that I would have been really interested in is like, how does Bruce come back in that game? Because I think we can all agree that Batman's not going to stay dead for the entire duration of that game. Like, it's pretty obvious. I, I think it's pretty obvious that like in the last half of that game or in the last quarter of that game, we'll probably see Batman come back. And he's been doing some underground shit to like to to study the Court of Owls or whatever. Um, that's my guess for it. Uh, but now that it's not the Batman that we know from the other games, I think I'm a little bit less interested to find out. So if the game gets really good reviews, I'd be I'd be down to play it, but it's not a day one buy for me. I think it's something that, you know, maybe at a discount, I'll buy it, kind of similar to Arkham Origins. Games pass. Hopefully, maybe. Warner Brother games get sales all the time, so. Yeah. No. I just bought the Batman series, actually, recently, because I want to replay uh, Arkham City. I love that game. Nice, oh. buddy. 
Okay, so then that takes us into, uh, we also saw Shazam, which is what I was pretty fucking excited to see today. Uh, two different Shazam properties. So we'll start with the big one, which was The Rock is finally getting an opportunity to play Black Adam officially. It's been taking forever. And he even said that several times today that he's been trying to get this movie made, I think, upwards of a decade um, and wow. it's finally, it's finally, finally coming together and he will play Black Adam. We saw in, uh, in Shazam that there was an allusion to Black Adam's character when, uh, the, when the wizard Shazam is explaining to Billy, uh, kind of the history of the wizards and what happened to his brothers and sisters and the rest of the council. There's this allusion to this figure that they named champion and then he kind of destroys a whole bunch of civilizations. So that is Black Adam. Um, so without ever naming him. So this is going to be pretty interesting because I think that, you know, The Rock is a very likable person and Black Adam initially started as a villain in the comics, but he's taken on more so of that, uh, you know, anti-hero kind of his own way of justice. Very similar to, I think, Venom in the Spider-Man universe, that like initial villain, but then kind of a villain, but also fights for righteousness at some points, just kind of in his own twisted way. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see how they tackle that, and obviously Just all of us badass. love The Rock very much, yeah. So it's going to be I can't wait. I love the Shazam movie we talked about it on the last podcast. I can't wait to see more of that universe. But yeah, what were your thoughts based off of what we saw? I know there was no trailer, but yeah. Fox Logic had his little tease, and then we saw Rock talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I I missed the whole the Rock narrative. I watched the artwork little trailer. Um, I'm pretty pumped for it. I I really don't know a lot about the whole Shazam universe, Black Adam universe. So I I'm also one that really liked the Shazam movie, and I'm excited for more of just that same universe, but more of it. So sign me up, buddy. I'm pumped. And I just love The Rock. I just think he's one of the coolest guys in the world. I think The Rock is this generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's my view on that in terms of like this guy is in every action movie now. And like he's just in everything. It always flexing the muscles and stuff. I'm excited for it. I loved Shazam. Love that style of humor. Shot in Canada. Can't go wrong. Very excited. Hopefully the next one continues the same. Um, but I also really love um, the main guy in Shazam, whose name is... Oh my god, how is it escaping me? Uh, it is Zachary Zach. Levi. Yeah. Um, I think he's hilarious. And he can sing like a motherfucker. He can dance like a motherfucker. He can make you laugh like a motherfucker. You can't go wrong with the guy. He's And he got jacked. He got really jacked and he goes back to your thing, Daniel, where you're like someone who personifies a character and then puts on the suit. I feel like Zachary Levi did that for me in Shazam. Number one is like, now when I think of Shazam, I think of him. So like Shazam two coming down the pipeline, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really hard to look at Dwayne, the rock Johnson and think black Adam, because you think the rock, like he already has that. The Rock is yeah. The I would say The Rock is like the biggest thing that The Rock is. He's right. bigger than he's bigger than Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I no. I don't think when it comes to The Rock, anyways. I do think he's going to play the role really well because I think any it's it, it's very similar to the Deadpool uh, Ryan Reynolds narrative where he was trying to get it made for so long because he loves that character and he just thought it was so sensational and he thought he would he would personify that character and then what we saw on screen was Ryan Reynolds basically just be deadpool like that's just who he was by the time yeah. that movie came out yeah uh, and still to a certain degree like the way that he interacts on twitter and just in general he just he, he's sarcastic like him obviously not as crass but like he's very much that person and i think there's an opportunity for rock to maybe become that with black adam especially because black adam isn't like a, a super known figure i guess like for everybody um he is important but he's just not that like he's not a full he's not He's not, you know, Lex Luthor. He's not Superman. He's not Batman. He's not the Joker. He's he's kind of in the peripheral of a peripheral. He's like a tier B type of character. You know what I mean? Like I know yeah. who he is. I've always known who he is. I just don't really know what his story is or where he, like what his beef, like what grinds his gears, like what he fights for. I don't know any of that. So I can give you. I'll give you kind of a quick rundown. But just to finish my thought on the Rock, I I think it'll be great for the Rock to finally have a character that he can anchor himself to. The Rock right now is like the biggest star in Hollywood, but like, can you name the most iconic ro- like Rock character? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
Yeah, like his I character in wrestling character, is his biggest character. I w- I the Rock say, is a character. I would say, I would say from movies it would be um, the Fast and Furious movies. What's the guy's name? No, I would say, I would say the guy from Jumanji, Jumanji one and two, the character. No. Yeah. What, vid- okay. What What are their video, names? Video game Rock is his name. Okay, and what's his name in in Fast and Furious? I don't know, man. I don't Super really watch Driver that. Rock. But that Rock that's the, the that's what I'm saying though. Like he he just doesn't have. I don't think he has that role yet that you could look at him and be like, that's him. Arnold Schwarzenegger had the Terminator. Uh, you know, Sylvester Stallone had Rambo, and, yeah, and, and like the, all of them had Vin had Diesel that character. Had the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Riddick, but yes, he had the Tooth Fairy, and then also <laughs> what he could be in, in Fast and Furious. <laughs> Groot maybe because he voices him I guess but um, but yeah like Rock finally will have a character I think to be able to attach him to and I love the Rock he was my favorite wrestler growing up so I'm, I'm glad that he's getting a, a massive role like this where he can just kind of put himself into and I really hope that it comes out um, great um, the backstory on it Gabby just kind of give you a little bit of background is that he was an enslaved character he was an enslaved in this like I guess this like archaic um, like ancient kind of civilization. Um, and then he's chosen as the champion. And then as a means of, of fighting slavery, he just kind of, I guess, destroys that like civilization. And the means that he takes to do it is not, doesn't sit well with the wizard council. And then he basically fights them or kills them in the universe of, uh, of Shazam, what we've seen on screen. And that's where he released the seven deadly sins, that whole bit there. So it's loose. It hasn't been really uh, heavily established, I guess, in the Shazam movies, but it sounds like it's going to be a combination of like, he was a slave that, you know, rose to power and was able to do this great thing, becoming uh, a wizard or becoming Black Adam. And then um, we just don't know how that's going to translate into the Shazam universe yet. But that's a little bit of background, I guess, on his character. So cool. And it's Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw, man. Yeah, and it is Vin Diesel. I mean, sorry, it's friggin' uh, The Rock's greatest role is the Tooth Fairy, not Vin Diesel. Because they, they gave him a spinoff movie, right? With uh, our yeah, Tooth boy. Fairy 2. Andrew Selba. Andrew Selba, and I was talking about Jason Statham. So I would say, like, I'd still th- I would still stand by that. I would say The Rock's biggest character is, is the Fast and the Furious character. I agree with you. I just, like, he's not. He's not like a pop culture icon being in like that. You know what I mean? Like like Hobbs is Hobbs, yeah. But like, is that Spider Man? Is that Superman? Is that is that dude? The Black fast Adam, the I fast guess. Movies like, make a lot of money. Like so people still watch those movies. Though. I know, but is it like a household name? Like, is he is it is are you gonna go with someone and be like Hobbs? Yeah, that's Rock's like like best role ever. Like that's what he's gonna be able to say ten years from now. Yeah, I was Hobbs in the fast. I would say so. Franchise. I would say yes. I would say yes to that right like, now. But I think he could overtake that by being Black Adam. Like I think that that could be the role that does that for him. I'm not. Know? I'm not disagreeing with you. What These, about okay. the Rock? Superhero movies. Superheroes are catapulted to another dimension of hierarchy of movies right so yeah that's why like he's a fucking real life superhero man like it's it's the fucking rock like he's it's it's awesome that he's getting an opportunity to move up up to that next year um and i guess so outside of that there was a couple of other things that we heard here and there we saw some conceptual art for uh for the flash and we found out that ben affleck is going to be returning as the batman in the flash movie which is super exciting um we thought that ben affleck obviously was done now that you know we've got robert pattinson coming in as the batman for the batman um but it looks like they're going to hang on to ben affleck a little bit longer um i'm I'm, i hope i'm hopeful that that's positive but it does very much seem like they're going to round out kind of a main universe in the dc universe and then have these kind of spin-off films um multiverse just fix everything you know <laughs> yeah so i mean our last thing that we'll talk about i'm sure that there's stuff that we've missed today because today was a pretty packed day but the last and kind of biggest thing i guess for most of us was the batman trailer we finally got to see matt reeves's batman trailer what were your thoughts gabby what were your thoughts shane kick us off gabby my thoughts was that trailer was phenomenal i thought that trailer was flawless from start to finish from the music to the tone, to how dark it was, to like showing like a mystery esque type of like crime scene detective vibes, I was all for it. From I, I it literally gave me chills. I I didn't know like I I had a feeling that this movie was gonna be pretty like like pretty hype from just like the way they've been teasing it, but then. They dropped this today, and for me, it kind of cemented that. I'm really excited for it. I'm like, I'm gonna watch that trailer probably another like four more times tonight before I go to bed. So, 
yeah, it it it's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Um, just based off of like I guess where DC movies have gone, but I feel like they're saying fuck it, we're just going to do it the way we want to do it, and I'm hoping it's good. But the Joker's yeah. pretty dark. It's, yeah, but you even said it. Like the Joker is, it's very different, right? It's not your typical superhero DC movie. It can be its own movie, label something completely different. Granted, it's not the the way it's filmed was the era. It's not even relevant to the characters that we know in this DC universe that they've built, right? So, I'm I'm just pumped for it. I thought the the Batmobile looked dope. I thought he looked sick in his suit. I thought the 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 way he beat the shit out of that person was fucking super cool. Yeah, like it was Batman. It was literally Batman. So I'm 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 really excited for it. Well, I wish I could mirror your excitement that much. I think it was cool. I think it was a cool trailer. Car looked cool. Like I said, when I was watching it, it reminds me of Gotham, the show, a little bit, um, which I used to watch, which was really cool. Um, I love that it's Robert Pattinson. I have developed a really big crush on Robert Pattinson and his acting ability as of late. So I'm really excited to see that. Post-Twilight, right? Post-Twilight, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I still, to this day, have not seen Twilight more than once. Um, but yeah, I think it looks cool. I think it is dark. I think it needs to be dark. I think it's due for a dark movie and I think hopefully it lives up to your hike, Gabby. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's from someone who doesn't really enjoy trailers much as well, because I feel like it spoils a lot. I think they did a good job just teasing it, showing it, not giving too much away and just giving you enough leg to keep you intrigued. What about you, Daniel? How'd you feel about it? Um, I loved it. I love the tone of it. Um, I thought the Batmobile looked so, so fucking cool. Um, I agree that Gabby, kind of what you mentioned around it being more detective based, like it seems like it's going to be a lot more of like a to the ground Batman movie, which I think is great. Like, I think it's awesome to see kind of his origins. Uh, we found out that it's going to be based during year two. Um, and that's awesome. Like I just, the, the youthfulness of Batman, they kind of go through that very quickly, I guess, in the previous trilogy and the Nolan trilogy, he just kind of seems to be very, very settled into Batman very early on by the time that even the Dark Knight rolls around. So I love that this movie is going to probably focus on a very limited period of time when he's still a very young uh, Batman, which is awesome. Um, I think that the trailers kind of black and, and red contrast like that really kind of does it for me. It just, I don't know. It just seems like a unique Batman take. And I think what's tough with Batman is that we've seen so many Batmans. Like, there's the sense of Batman exhaustion that's setting in. Like, saw Will Arnett play him in the Lego Movie. We've seen Christian Bale <laughs> play him for best on, Batman. Man. That doesn't count. I'm that's just, I'm just, Batman. I'm, I'm just saying he's played Batman in three different Lego movie, three different Lego movies. He played. We saw Christian Bale. These are all big screen movies. Like they've all done well, and there's been some representation of Batman, right? So, in across all media, we've seen Christian Bale. We've seen Ben Affleck. We've seen uh, Will Arnett. D- denounce it if you need to. But you've, we've also got Robert Pattinson stepping in right now. We had a version of Batman voiced in the Batman trilogy that just came out on consoles. Um, like there's just been a lot of Batman. And it, even just keep it to the major movies, that's still three within a, a decade of time, which borders on you know how I feel about the Spider-Man movies, doing way too many Spider-Mans within a short period of time. The Batman movies, I think, like above and beyond are much better. Like, I feel like we've gotten some pretty good Batman and, 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 you know, I think the Spider-Man was a little bit more consistent, inconsistent over that same period of time, but I hope that they just stick with Pattinson and I hope that they build this to be a Batman that we don't just see for this one movie. And I agree. we actually see him for a sustained period preach, of time. Preach. Preach. 100%. I, just, I don't want to see 2024 roll around and there's another Batman casting of another mm-hmm. Batman. I, I agree. Just, I don't, it's, 100%. It's too much. No, you're you're absolutely right, dude. Yeah. You're, you, you hit it. That's it. Yeah. I hope they grow this Batman into the Batman that we deserve, right? Yeah. Did I say that? The one that Gotham, right? the one that Gotham <laughs> deserves, right? That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. I do agree with you. I do think Pattinson has the look. You saw him a little bit when he took his mask off. Uh, the, the when you take the cowl off, you see like the yeah. eyeshadow and yeah, like hot. 
kind of emo-ish in a little, a little bit, but like you He's get grungy. like when you watch like the animated movies of like the DC animated movies of like Young Batman, Year Two Batman. That's the kind of vibe you get. You get that Pattinson look. So I'm really excited for it. And that's good. Like we've gotten just to kind of, I mean, to close out our thoughts on this because I know we're running like pretty high on time here. But I mean, we've gotten the polished Batman in uh, in Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Like he's good with technology. We saw him flex his muscle from a financial standpoint. Like he had all these different tools and gadgets. It was awesome. We saw him change suits constantly and upgrade and do all kinds of crazy shit in those movies. So we've seen a polished Batman. We've seen a. <laughs> disgruntled jaded batman in ben affleck who's just like not happy to be batman he just feels like it's very much a chore of his still don the cowl and he's just he's very jaded like you just don't get an optimistic vibe i don't don't know if batman is ever optimistic but it's just a very very dark version of him so i think it'll be nice to get a young unexperienced learning the tricks of the trade still a detective still learning about gotham Mm -hmm. that seems really really promising to me and i love that that's what we get to see next and we're still going to get to see Ben Ben Affleck and in some other movies, but this is, I hope the Batman that really anchors the DC universe if they start to do more um, with that character. So I'm super excited. That trailer was the perfect way I think to end fandom this weekend. And I will be going to see that day one for sure. Um, 100%. I'm super, super, super Masks excited on. for that. Cowl's <laughs> Masks on. on. Cowl's on. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. We missed one major thing. I'm sorry, and I was so excited for it. We got a we got a title for a Shazam sequel, Fury of the Gods. So we're also going to get a new Shazam movie. It's a good name. Let's go. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap it up abruptly here. But we'll get back to you guys in a couple weeks for DC Fandom Part Two. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. Bye. A a a slice.